Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of the Dez Experience. Whoop, 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 whoop. Let's get it. Now, before we start this podcast episode, I want to give a shout out to everybody who continues to support my podcast each and every episode. Thank you so much. Without you guys, I would not be where I'm at today. Shout out to all the guests who have been on here so far as well. Appreciate you taking your time out of your busy schedule. Also, I want everybody to continue to practice social distancing. Continue to wear your mask if you need to. Most of us have to, even if you're vaccinated. I advise you to be safe as possible. Make sure you keep yourself clean. Take care of your body. Most importantly, watch out and take care of your loved ones as well, too. Now. Let's go. First topic at hand, my thoughts about guys renting a girlfriend in Japan. Y'all, can y'all believe this shit? This is a real thing, man. You can really rent a girl to be your girlfriend in Japan. This shit is unreal, man. Who under, who came up with this damn concept to me? It, it It's beyond me, man. Like... First and foremost, you don't have the right to own anybody, first and foremost. Second, you're spending money on something that you can go and get on your own? Like, come on now. Like, what, what are you doing? You're spending unnecessary money out of your own pocket. And I ain't got nothing against the shorties who are doing this in Japan. They getting paid, man. They getting money. But these got to be some down bad dudes, man, to be renting a girlfriend. And I'm hearing in most situations, it's like three, four hundred dollars U.S. dollars to rent a girl per date. I repeat, three to four hundred dollars per date to rent a girl. That's U.S. dollars. I believe in Japan, that's like 40,000 yen or something, some crazy number, man. But the, my whole point is, why does something like this even exist, man? Like, I understand that you get lonely, you're trying to get over a breakup and shit like that. I understand. But of all things, you don't go rent somebody. You don't owe them. They're not your property. What the hell are you doing, man? Like... Japan's created a lot of great content, a lot of great things we all know. Not just anime, not just anime, not um, just they've done a lot of a lot of things, man, over the years, man. And definitely they definitely have a big impact overall on the culture as we know in society today, man. So shout out to Japan. But this right here, I don't agree with. No way in hell, man. You can't be this down bad to have to rent a girlfriend and especially pay three to four hundred dollars per date. And then imagine you don't get any. Are you kidding me? Like, come on, man. This this type of shit is crazy to me. Like I said earlier, it's beyond me. Any dude who doing this shit, you should be ashamed of yourself. Put yourself on permanent time out because you will not. I repeat, you will not get any booty anytime soon doing stupid shit like this, man. Moving on to the next topic at hand. 
My thoughts about people simping. Simping. I don't even know who came up with this damn word, man. Like, people have too much time on their hands to be coming up with these words, man. It's unreal, man. Um, like, I understand you like somebody and you're trying to get their attention and shit, right? I get it. I get it, man. You do anything to get their attention. But if you're doing un- un- unnecessary shit and they're just playing you, Hello, that's a sign you're wasting your damn time. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life, man? Stop chasing them around, looking like a lost puppy and shit. This goes for men and females, because the opposite of sex, they're both on the both ends of this sad situation, man. When you're in a relationship with somebody, of course you're supposed to do every, any and everything you can to keep them around, but don't be their slave either. They're not your master. They don't own you. Do the basic things that you that you got how you got them to come to you and be with you where you at today, man. Love them, care for them. Make sure you are there for them through the good and bad times, man. Make sure overall they're taken care of and they're loved and they get the necessary attention they need. Stop simping. Stop simping. Stop saying, oh, please don't go. Grabbing onto their leg and shit, looking like a lost puppy. You're like, what the fuck is that, man? Like, what, what are you doing? Be the person that you were when you first met the individual, man. Don't start changing up and start acting a damn fool. Start tap dancing on your head and shit, man. Like, that shit's a turn off to me, man. Like I said, I don't know who came up with the word simping, but people need to stop this shit, man. Like I said, it's nothing wrong with showing your partner how much you love them and things of that nature. But this simping shit has to stop on the terms of giving the same attention to an individual that's not reciprocating it back to you. You got to stop this shit. You got to stop it. You're making yourself, you're embarrassing yourself, man. Just making yourself like a straight ass. Gotta stop simping. Now, next topic at hand. How to deal with stupidity in the workplace. Oh, man. I know we all go through this. Not every day, but every now and then, we have to deal with somebody who who has their IQ is not on the same level as yours. Follow me, y'all. You can tell somebody the most basic shit to do at work, and they'll look at you dumb like, uh, can you repeat that again? And then you look at them like, weren't you fucking listening the first time? Weren't you listening the first time where I told you what to do, man? Like, what are you doing? Turn your brain on. Come on now. I don't care if you just woke up. Like, get your head in the game. We all we all deal with these type of people. Sometimes people are stupidity. They do it on purpose just to piss you off to get on your skin. See how much they can piss you off until you snap, man. These type of individuals, you just gotta, they get, you got two options. You either can deal with them or keep it on pushing. Because, Lord, you gotta deal with stupidity every day at work. You're gonna lose your damn mind. You're gonna lose it. You're gonna snap on somebody who doesn't deserve it. They're gonna look at you like, why are you snapping on me for it? That's the dumb dumb, not me. That's when. Especially, this happens a lot when you're training somebody new, man. We all know when you're dealing with a newbie. Of course, they don't know the ins and outs. That's understandable. Cool, cool, cool. We get it. That's why you are 
the teacher and they're the student. You teach them. So over time, they will know what needs to be done. They won't have to ask so many damn times. Now, this is directed towards individuals who are seasoned vets in any field. And you got to repeatedly tell them the same shit over and over and over and over and over again like it's a broken record. Now, you looking, you looking in the mirror at yourself like, am I stupid for spending my time and giving the same energy? Am I not delivering the message the right way? Well, like, you start questioning yourself and shit. I know you do. So just be mindful of people. Not everybody's going to be on the same learning curve as you. So some people takes longer than others to learn shit. So take your time with them. Unless you clearly see that they're obviously doing shit to piss you off. Then you just move along and let them learn the hard way, man. Plain and simple. Don't waste your time with stupidity or people who do dumb shit at work. Next topic at hand. Now, this is a common one, ladies and gentlemen. The fear of rejection and how do you get over it? Now, a lot of people have this issue. Who likes being rejected, y'all? Like, you like... For example, you like somebody, you go up to them, and you express how you feel. And sometimes, I talked about this a little earlier, they may not feel the same way as you. And it kind of drains your confidence and makes you not want to talk to somebody on that level again. So, you have to reevaluate things. Um, You have to understand, like, in life, such as this situation, rejection it's going to happen a lot. Not just work, relationship, anything you deal with in life. Rejection is going to come and slap you in the face. I'm sorry. It has to be said. But you have to overcome challenges in life. Don't let nothing get in your way. Don't be afraid of rejection, especially if there's somebody that you really like. At least you put it in the air. At least you let them know. Let it know how you really feel about them. Don't hold something in for the rest of your life because you may never know. The other person may really feel the same way about you that you've been feeling about them for decades. Don't wait. You get one life. Step up. Grow some balls and say what you got to say, man. And let the results be what they are, man. Like I said, life is just too short, man. You can't be scared. You can't be scared to share your feelings and emotions, man. I feel like oftentimes we do that too many. We do it too much. We do it too much. Just hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. I, I get it. I get it. Nobody likes being rejected. It's the worst feeling in the world. Nobody. I experienced it when I was younger. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I experienced it when I was younger, man. This is back in the days where I was shy to talk to girls. and I didn't know what to say, man. I was, I was a shy kid, man. I was a late bloomer. I'm not going to lie. I was a late bloomer. Keeping it real with y'all. But over time, I, I outgrew this once I got to high school and shit. And then I just got the confidence, you know. You, it's all your approach, man. This goes for guys and girls. It's all about your approach, how you approach somebody. Don't come off as a creep. You automatically lost. Then you going to run them off and shit. Just be yourself, man. And if they're not feeling you, at least you know. And if they're straight up honest with you and say they don't look at you in that that special way, then it is what it is. You can't soak about it for the rest of your life. You just got to move on, man. But all I'm saying is don't be afraid of rejection, man, because eventually you'll find what you're seeking, man, over time.
I promise y'all. Next topic at hand, my thoughts about the friend zone, the dreaded friend zone. Oh, man. It's another situation nobody likes to be in the friend zone. Woo! One of the worst feelings in the world, man. Like, that's, that's like being put behind bars in a situation. Not saying you're going to jail or anything. Like, like in a visible force fields in front of you and the other person. And you're feeling them, but they're not feeling you. This goes back to kind of into the rejection topic I was talking about. But friend zone is even worse. Because it's like being in purgatory. It's like you're stuck like, damn, what do I do? What do I say to get out of this friend zone shit? You only got two options. You express how you feel and accept the rejection. These two topics go hand in hand. Or the friends, you get out the friend zone, you become not only best friend, you further your friendship to a relationship and can have a long lasting life and happiness together. But once you get in this friend zone, it's hard to get out. I'm telling y'all, it's hard to get out the friend zone, man. Don't press. Don't fool. Like, I'm going to use a basketball term for y'all. Don't do a full core press on the other individual and pressure and pressure and pressure and pressure and pressure them. Because then you go and just screw yourself over at that point, man. Then you're just going to lose the person all the game. You're going to lose the potential relationship. And most importantly, you're going to lose the friendship that you guys built over the years, man. It's like walk on eggshells. You just got to be careful. But don't be a, don't hold your feelings in either. Just tread carefully, especially if you know. it's Just uh, you know the person for years and they're sensitive and... You know how they think and shit like that, man. You just gotta be careful, man. But it is a it's a terrible place to be in the friend zone. I know most individuals would rather be either dating a person or just be friends. Don't if you get stuck in the middle, I pray for you, man. I pray because you'll know how the situation is gonna go. It's gonna go left, right, up, down, and go all over the place, man. It's just it's all about you being careful in that situation. But most of all, knowing who you're dealing with. Don't just try to walk up on a random stranger and just jump from the being a friend to dating instantly. That's not how life works, man. I like to call those one-night stands, ladies and gentlemen. That's a lust moment. Straight-up lust moment. So, if you are experiencing the friend zone situation right now, talk to the individual that you're going through this situation with. And let the chips lay what they may. Now, next topic I had is something I've been meaning to talk to y'all about for a while. Something that is very disturbing I saw on the news a few weeks ago. Um, We got to talk about Joe Biden and this $30 million investment deal situation involving the crack pipes. First and foremost... His idea with the crack pipes is to get the crackheads off the streets so they can use crack pipes in the house. First and foremost, I think the whole point of the situation is you should go get help. Get the crackheads some help. Help them become better human beings. Help them get jobs. Help them get a roof over their head. Help them take care of their loved ones. Shit like that. Don't encourage them further to give them crack pipes to use in the house. Like... What's the purpose? Am I dumb, y'all? Am I not seeing this right? Am I not seeing this clearly? You should be getting them help. 
That's what you should be doing. Also, the money can be used for those who are less fortunate. You can use it for charities. You can use that 30 million for all sorts of different situations. Also, improving health care. Yes, I've seen the job rates have increased. More jobs are available. I'm glad to hear that and whatnot. That's awesome. But the money can be spread out in multiple ways in a positive manner. Get these people help. They're human beings too, man. You want to get them off the street? Like I said, get them a job, man. Encourage them to try to live a better life, man. Nobody should be living out in the street. Nobody should be stuck on using drugs. Um, it's just, it's a, it's sad, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. I understand you want to get them off the street, but they're still using the crack pipe. That's the whole point I'm saying to you guys. You get them off the street, they're still in the house doing the same thing they were doing on the street. You can't just brush crackheads off to the side. They're human beings too, man. They're human beings too. Get them some help, man. Surround them with a positive support system. That's what we need to do, man. Get the crack pipe out of their hand. Don't encourage them to use it. Come on, man. Like, like I don't usually get too political on my podcast, but I saw that shit a few weeks ago. It was just very disturbing to me, man. It's just like sweeping a problem under the rug. That's all I felt like it was. We can just, all we got to do is get these people help, man. They're human beings at the end of the day. They're not no aliens or no outcasts. Um, unfortunately, you don't know what an individual's going through, man. You don't know that drives them to that point and wanting to use drugs, man. That's why, like I've been saying this whole time about this topic, get them help, man. Get them help. Point them in the right direction, man. Have somebody guide them to where they want to go in life. Get them off the streets. Get Stop them from using drugs overall. And I guarantee you they'll be a more function, functional human being, man. They'll be more... Be able to contribute better in society society that we live in today, man. I just don't agree with <laughs> getting them off the street and in the house using more crack pipes. I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm I'm missing something here. But on that note, man, um, I know it's been a while since y'all heard me do a pod by myself. You know, um, I want to just change it up, man. We got more guests coming, man. It's, it's going to be popping. On that note... Um, I love you guys, man. I hope everybody's been doing good so far in 2022. I know the other day was a lot of twos, two, 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 twos. Yesterday, we'll never see that again, man. Um, the weather's becoming nice. Enjoy the weather, y'all. You know it's been up and down, cold one day, hot another. Also, I encourage people to go outside, exercise, get your bodies in shape and stuff like that, man. Be more consistent with that. Don't get lazy to be a couch potato. Um, I love you guys. Thank you for always supporting my pod, man. It means a lot. Thank you so much. Please, everyone, please be safe. Um, I encourage, even though it's an individual choice, I encourage everybody to get the, the vaccine. It's up to you. I don't look down on nobody who doesn't want to. I understand, especially you've done your research. It's everybody's choice. Nobody should be forced to do it. I just advise it. Just so you can be better protected against COVID-19. And I feel like one of the um, main things why people were dying, I feel like it has to do with a combination of your immune system 
and family health history. If your immune system's not very strong, I feel like it's if your your um systems being attacked quicker with the virus than somebody who has a better immune system. So just be careful, y'all. Please be careful. Um everybody take care. God bless. I love you all. One.